Welcome to the Her Sweet Spot Experience, dishing out tips and tricks on mindset, money, marketing, and media for your life and business, and where we talk to women about how they found their sweet spot. Hey, sweet mates, it's me, Marsha Guerrier, founder of Her Sweet Spot and your host of the Her Sweet Spot podcast, where I bring you amazing guests and tips and tricks, what I call the sweet tea in mindset, money, marketing, and media. And this week's sweet tea is how to transform your money mindset. Let's get into it. When you think about money, what are the first thoughts that come to your mind? I'll wait for it. Have you ever thought to yourself, money disappears fast, money is the root of all evil, or even money is not that important? If those thoughts have ever crossed your mind, you might have limiting beliefs around money. I find that many women that I've met and speak to, especially for new entrepreneurs that are just really revving up and ramping up their business, have very big money mindset limiting beliefs around money and find it really hard to excel in their business when it comes to pricing strategies. Your money mindset is the beliefs most often your subconscious you have about money that determines your relationship with it. Your money mindset can be influenced by your family, your surroundings growing up, and even more recent daily interactions. Again, uh, um, we are, many women have so much history that we've been taught around money. For women, we're often taught, you know, don't talk money, don't make money. Even people in families with money, not just families without it. Even families with money used to teach us that it was taboo to talk about money. And that really is a reason why most of our money mindsets are so archaic. Your relationship with money falls somewhere on the spectrum between scarcity mindset and abundant mindset. And let's talk about these two right now. Scarcity mindset, if you find yourself feeling stressed about money, believe you're not good with money, or believe money is for rich people, you might have a scarcity mindset. A scarcity mindset causes you to subconsciously believe that money is limited or scarce, and therefore you don't hustle hard to go after it. It stops you in your tracks and you don't even know why you are unable to unapologetically ask for a higher salary, ask for more income, or charge the fees that you believe more successful people in whatever that means to you are charging. The abundant mindset. On the other hand of the spectrum, you might have an abundant mindset when it comes to money. If you are generally generous with money and confident that you will always be able to make and receive money, you probably have an abundant money mindset. Now with an abundant mindset, you do not fear spending because you know there is enough money and you feel comfortable um, about money and that it will come again soon. Your beliefs about the world shapes your relationships with it. When you realize how much 
your beliefs around money influences your decisions, you realize that your money mindset can be your most important financial asset. And many people think and believe that I can't hire a financial advisor. I can't go into a meeting with a financial advisor because I don't have any money. Well, that is not true. You have to, and we all have to start from somewhere. If you have a scarcity mindset, you might attribute your own self-worth to net worth. And most of us right now listening are probably coming from a place of scarcity. And so because you believe your net worth is not in a place where you can feel confident about your money uh, matters, right? That equates oftentimes to your own self-worth. And those are the very things that we want to um, help educate with, you know, the, the, the rise of financial literacy training and programs are so important to help get rid of this scarcity mindset. And that's why money, mindset first, then money are the two top pillars in my four pillars to success, right? You might feel so anxious about your finances that you avoid looking at your budget, which can result in uncontrolled spending. A scarcity mindset might result in living paycheck to paycheck and in your business, really not understanding where your revenue and what your revenue actually looks like. And you know, I often say that's one of the differences between a small business owner and an entrepreneur. Small business owners are interested in the day-to-day. Am I making enough money to pay this week's rent or this month's rent? Am I making enough money just for now, which is paycheck to paycheck when you come talk about your career and your business, right? And or Am I making enough money to create change in not only my life, but the life of my employees? Have more so I can pay more, have more so I can hire more, have more so I can have uh, uh, um, financial independence and wealth as the years go by. That's the really main difference for me when I think about small business mindset versus entrepreneurial mindset. There is a huge difference and one that we often talk about inside her sweet spot. And and I have to remind not just myself, but our members that we need to think more abundantly, right? And abundant mindset thinkers often do achieve more. So, how can we break this down, right? What if you could shift your beliefs, feel like you're in control of your finances and stop living that paycheck to paycheck lifestyle? You can start today. Now, this this podcast is not brought to you by any financial advisor out there, but there are many financial advisors. Do your due diligence, really understand who you're gonna be working with and who's taking your money because they do make money from your money. Hello, that's the name of the game. They have what is called the abundant mindset when it comes to making money, but they are in the business of helping you make money. So search and look for a qualified um, financial advisor that will make you feel confident and not make you feel ashamed for your scarcity mindset and from starting up a place of, in some cases, zero. $5, $10, $100, it's okay, but you got to start somewhere. So let's follow these tips to begin transforming your money mindset. 
Tip number one, look at your existing beliefs. Sometimes our beliefs around money follow us our entire lives and we just don't put two and two together. Starting with the awareness can help you see how different things influence your behavior with money. Here's some questions to think about when you want to really re-examine and reflect your beliefs and your behavior. How do you feel about money right now? Write that down. How was money handled at home growing up? Did you ever, were you ever in conversations about money? Did they ever talk to you about the family's uh, money situations? What was your parents' relationship with money? I know I remember I, 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 you know, we, inside my family, we, we make jokes and we talk about this all the time. My grandmother many years ago when, um, was our caretaker and she made the meals every day. She was a, she was a stay at home grandma. Once she really became a grandmother, she stopped working and took care of us youngins and she would send us to the grocery store. And at that time, prices were predictable. She was an expert financial um, wizard, right? Grandma knew the ins and outs of how money works. She would say, go to the store and let's just say she was going to send you for um, chicken to make, to cook chicken that night. Go and look, um, get, get, go to the um, meat department and get me a pack of um, chicken thighs. It should cost you $12.19. And she would ration out $12.19 out of her jar, out of her wallet, right? And it wasn't because sometimes there was no other money there, but it most of the time it was there, but she knew how to ration it out to the penny. And we would get to the to the supermarket and we would get to the store and you would seriously find a tray of chicken for $12.19. It blows our mind today when we talk about it and we reflect on some of the money behaviors and habits that we grew up with in our family, that grandma was very wise with money and she knew enough and she knew how to navigate and handle money. Another question and final question, what beliefs, opinions do I have about rich people? What are your thoughts when you think of rich people, right? Those are some questions you should ask yourself when you are reflecting and examining your own personal beliefs around money. The second tip, number two, reframe any negative beliefs to be more positive and abundant. How can you do that? How can you reframe your subconscious beliefs and shift from a scarcity to abundance mindset with money? Here's two ways you can do that starting today. Building wealth is possible. Say that seven times. Building wealth is possible. I am in control of my financial life. You say these two things to yourself every single day. And then you're going to follow the rest of these these, um, tips that I have to give you. And then if you say these things to yourself, your mindset goes from negative belief to more positive belief. And trust and believe with this these mantras, these two things you can say to yourself every single day and following the uh, strategies that I'm about to share with you, 
you can turn your money life habits around. The third thing is to create financial stability for yourself. Yes, call on a financial advisor, but it starts with you, right? Before you get to that place, maybe if you'll feel more confident speaking to someone, you need to sit and take stock, put things together for yourself before you actually do have a conversation with someone. But if you're overwhelmed with debt and and or living paycheck to paycheck, the most important thing is to create a plan to become financially stable. Have a financial plan so you can meet your goals and feel comfortable. Y'all know I'm all about the goal setting and it doesn't stop just at uh, um, achieving and, um, you know, weight loss and or business, business success. We need to create plans and have goals around money, not just for your business, but your personal life as well. Look at your current income and spending. Decide where you may be able to cut costs and contribute extra to your debt to help pay that down. Create a budget. Having a budget can give you freedom too by improving the way you manage your money. Google Sheets, there's so many uh, uh, free budget tools out there. There are apps like Mint that can help you create your budget and track your spending that will help you learn where to cut those costs and adjust, right? And another suggestion, when you wanna start really, really changing and improving and and working on your money habits, cut those emotional spending ties. Let's just get rid of it. Make a plan to prevent yourself from spending when you're stressed or sad. Just like emotional eating, we have emotional spending. Ciao, when you're feeling down, First thing you want to do is either eat a ding dong or go to the mall. You're doing one of those two things. And many of you are doing both because you're going to the mall to get the Cinnabons at the mall. These are all tied together. It's important that you really, really take stock of this stuff while you are planning things out and, and really journal and note when and where. What triggers your emotional spending, right? And, and what you're doing and how, how to stop it. Uh, the fourth thing I would uh, advise you is to stay in your lane. Hello. Let go of any resentment because others have a lot of money. I tell you, I cut off friends that feel I don't have a lot of money, but I have an abundant mindset. So I am a giver. I, I know that once I give, I receive. That is why I am, uh, you know, the, the, the founder of Her Sweet Spot and the uh, originator of the Her Rise microgrants and why we give those microgrants. Because I know that in the act of giving, I then will receive, right? Learn how to find happiness in the present with what you have. I, I can't tell you, I, when I see people around me that are resentful of other people that have and can do, and don't do anything to change their circumstance so they can have and can do, that's a red flag run. Red flag run. Yep, red flag run. 
The fifth thing I would say is to adopt a gratitude mindset. That goes hand in hand with stay in your lane and remove those resentments, right? Study after study shows that grateful people are more likely to take care of themselves and make healthier choices. So here are some things you can do. Create every Celebrate every time money comes into your life. Child, I found a cord on the floor. Celebrate. Look at God. I found, you know, you'll find a dollar in your in your um pant or your jacket when you go sending it to the laundry or something. Oh, celebrate, right? When you get a, a, a bonus at work, when you get an unexpected client that asks you to uh, to work with them, celebrate. That's money, right? Celebrate every time money comes into your life. Do a gratitude practice at least once per day. If you save $5 on a purchase somewhere, an unnecessary purchase, hopefully, celebrate that. Be grateful for the 20% discount that the cashier would give you just because she wants to be nice that day, right? Have gratitude in your daily activities when it comes to money. Acknowledge the things in your life you have, like shelter, water, and even the internet, child, because some of y'all sitting out here with some low-speed internet and you're, you're, you know, ruining your, trying, you're trying to be great out here on the, on the internet streams. And, and we got to be grateful for this stuff because guess what? Those things don't come for free. And, and it, it is with gratitude that we are able to provide these things for ourselves, right? And when you can, there are people that cannot provide for themselves. Give, give back. Ensure that you are helping those that can't provide these basic things. And it's sad to say that the internet has become a somewhat basic necessity. It's like, hello, drop the mic on that. Think about it. The internet is a basic necessity. I think the pandemic has proved that for all of us having to be working from home and our children schooling from home. Even though, you know, we know that the most um, low-income neighborhoods have the most difficulty through the pandemic having the kids homeschool and be quarantined because of the lack of internet. And now we know, isn't it amazing how internet has become somewhat of a basic need, right? So give back to those. That's my, that's, that's my little like, whoo, on a soapbox. So how are your money beliefs sabotaging you? I want you to remember that money mindset has nothing to do with the amount of money you earn or you have. Cause I know a lot of high six figure income earners that have very poor money mindset and trust and believe money flies out of their hands really super easy. Money isn't evil. You can take control of your financial life and trust me, honey, you deserve wealth and happiness. Y'all, that's all the sweet tea I have for you today. If you're in need of more strategies to advance in your career or your business, well, you're in the right place. If you can't hire a personal coach to work one-on-one -on -one with you at high cost, joining a community of like-minded individuals 
pushing you towards your goals is another way to, to get the support you need. The Her Sweet Spot Sweet Masters membership will do just that for you. Go to hersweetspot.com and learn more about how to join. I wish you so much success on your financial journey this year. I think and love you guys for listening. You know how I like to end each broadcast. When we empower each other, we all rise. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for joining us this week on the Her Sweet Spot Experience. Make sure to visit our website, www.hersweetspot.com. That's her, S-U-I-T-E, spot.